Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Downtown, we live. Over the feeling. When it's no time, I go lie, lie from the kitchen with a ditch. Get your dad for a whipping. Whip a brick when you break the whole brick down. This way to the kitchen. That glaze frost wrist. How you fucking all these bitches? What's happening, man? Smash and Dash, we back at it again, man. Weekend, week out. I with my boy Smash. What's been good? Which I've been seeing you've been on the road. You smell me, Vegas, everywhere, man. Yeah, what's happening, bro? You know, nigga, been chilling. Um, we had the Pro Bowl. Um, it's been a crazy couple weeks. We had Pro Bowl, Super Bowl, and then All Star Game. I yeah. definitely was down there in Pro Bowl. Um, got to uh, hang out with Pack, B Marshall, now. Um, I actually got to meet the uh, the little homie Demar Hamlin which is real cool. You know what I'm saying? I got to chop it up with him. Um, we had uh, talked about our heart, you know, our heart situations and whatnot. So that it was pretty cool, man. You know, when we, uh, when we used to get done, if you wasn't in the Super Bowl or, you know, in them things, we couldn't wait for this part of the year, you know what I'm saying? The Pro Bowl slash all-star game and shit. So it's been pretty cool. I see you was down at the um, Super Bowl and shit. So how, what's up with you, Twin? What you been on? Man, just chilling, man. Working. Just you know, getting it in off off season, as they may say. Yes, gonna be a long off season. Football season just ended, so we got to wait a whole another year until more football. But I kind of been enjoying the um the XFL. Those games just started or whatever. Yeah. So that's been pretty cool, man. Shout out to my boy um Tony Carter, um defense coordinator for the Orlando uh, XFL team. TC, man. Yeah, yeah. I see my dog Josh Gordon out there too. I hope my dog makes yeah, a comeback, yeah. man. Let my dog Josh eat, man. Let yeah, he's cold. He's cold. <laughs> he's cold last game or whatever. Yeah, but it's been pretty cool, pretty interesting. I like how they got the you want to go for two, you want to go two point conversion, three point conversion, different things. And then it's crazy because the onside kick is they give you a fourth and 15 play. If you convert the 15 yards, then you get the ball back instead of doing the onside kick. So, man, it's That's interesting just right. sit there and, and watch that game, man. And the crazy thing about it, like when you sit there and watch it and stuff, like it, I wouldn't be surprised if if the NFL end up, you know, doing Making some of the, doing some of the stuff they do. Because, like, come on, man, we talking about we doing the onside kick. And you yeah. want to put it on the legs of a kicker kicking in, y'all going to smash trying to get the ball. I like the yeah. fourth and fifteen ideal or whatever like that, but you know that's it's for good. another. It's even you saying that though. No, that's tight that you said that because I, I watched the XFL too, and it's like even the replay system. Like, bro, they have yeah. all the cameras on the sideline. They they're showing you the exact footing and all that. We ain't got to wait for the the uh, ref on the sideline to do no call. Dude in the booth's like, nah, he didn't catch it. It's simple as that. We right. ain't got to keep doing all the rewinds. So. Hopefully, I mean, shout out to The Rock, too, because he bought the – that's what Dwayne – you know, Dwayne Johnson, he had a – that's your cousin, I feel like. He had bought it. <laughs> let, let me in, then. <laughs> you feel me? Let me, let me he in. He bought it. and I mean, it looks good. He was a former player. He probably didn't play on the level we played on, but to, he he definitely gets it, man. So it's good to see the XFL out there rocking like that and just giving these players another shot because I know seeing you know people like what's the dude pj walker the quarterback from charlotte he was in the xfl he got a, another shot um I, I think uh the quarterback from the commanders if i'm not mistaken he was in the xfl as well um and got another shot the winky kid or something so taylor yeah. tyler or something like 
something like that. But yeah. nah, man. Hey, listen, if y'all in the XFL, take that shit serious because you never know. The NFL can come calling again for sure. Yeah, it's crazy that you that you say that. I'm gonna piggyback off that. Um, you said the XFL is starting up now, and then you know, NFL, we're in our off season. Um, you know, free agency um, tags and stuff like that. So when we're coming up on the pre-draft and combine type of type of stuff, and um, this season for them is going to be kind of like their pre-draft and their combine or whatever like that. But I just wonder, like, if you had any interesting pre-draft or pre-combine stories. A pre-draft or pre-combine story. I mean, well, bro, I was, I went down to Bradington. It's crazy because I was at IMG, the, the new IMG, where everybody's going to school now for, you know, the uh, football and stuff. When I first went down there, um, it was just like a tennis and like a, a, a soccer school. You know what I mean? So it was, it was a big like high school kids and even a, um, a, a baseball school. So when I went down there, I had met a dude named Dexter uh, McClexter, um and he, I'm Dexter McClexter. I'm that's you, <laughs> uh, bro, I can't believe uh, I just said that. I don't know why I had Dexter McClexter, but Dexter Fowler, man, my bad. <laughs> Dexter, did he play for the Titans? Yeah, a little running back, buddy. That's, That's yeah, Dexter Fowler, man, my bad. Um, yeah, they got guy. rid of me and run him from a replacement, man. <laughs> Crazy, man. They don't sound the most craziest man ever. Man. Boy, the Titans got to be out there rapping <laughs> ass. <laughs> All right, bro, it ain't funny. Oh, my God. Hey, man, no no disrespect. <laughs> but, nah, I ain't really got no stories right now, man. I got to go back. There ain't no codes like, no, like, like, draft. There ain't no Oh, codes, well, like, I got I mean, like... I got a quick one because I had some other stuff, but, uh, one thing I do remember is when I um I was coming out, bro. We you know you go on your little uh when you go through the you go through the combine, you go on your trips and stuff. So the, right. the teams are like you usually schedule your trip and you go out out to see some people. I remember I went to Dallas and I was mm. going into Dallas and, and Big Tuna was the coach, man, big Bill Parcells. And I remember I walked in there, bro, and he's like, Oh, what's up, Lindell White? You know what I mean? And I'm just like, you know, like I'm thinking he about to be cool or whatnot. And he was like, man, why would I draft you? And I'm like, damn. <laughs> like, what does he mean? He's like, from the scout report, you know, they say, they say you're not that fast. You don't do this. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's just running down the scout report. He's like, you give me a reason why I should draft you. And then we walk in the weight room, bro. And I'll never forget this, bro. Dang, man. Rest in peace. My Marion Barber, bro. He was in there squatting, I think, Young, if I'm lying or flying, that man probably had like 450, on that rack, man. Right. And, and Big Tuna like, yeah, man, if you're not ready to do this, boy, in my head, the only thing I was thinking about 2K was, yeah, I got to get the hell away from Dallas because this ain't going to be the place for me. Ain't no way in hell I'm squatting 500 pounds. There ain't no way in hell, bro. That's all I could think about, bro. I'm in that meeting, like, looking at Bill Parcells, like, yeah, Dallas ain't the place for me then, champ, because I ain't squatting with that nigga squat. Ain't no way in hell. I'm cool. I don't want to do that dumbass shit. <laughs> well, I already know, boy. I already know. 
I know you like, uh-uh, this ain't for me, boy. 500? Bruh, like, and you know, Marion was a, you know, dog was here. Yeah, he was a dog. He was yeah, a he dog, was a beast, man. so it made sense. And then they had to do Julius come right after Jones, and they were some weight with some weight room warriors, bruh. So, right. yeah, I, I I knew at that That's point in time, I was like, that probably ain't the spot for me. So, it's crazy that me and Jeff Fisher became, you know, because yeah. he's one of them dudes that ain't really tripping on the weight room, and that's, yeah. you know, probably was perfect for me at the time. Yeah. It's crazy because I would have wanted that pressure. I was like, come on with it. I ain't putting five on my back, but come on, man. Let's rock out. Yeah. But, you know, see, I have, I have got a story. It was the pre-draft one of the same ones. Like, So, you know, in the combine, I know you ain't work out in that, but I'm pretty sure you was there for the meetings and the doctor visits and stuff, right? Yeah. Now, you with me from tell me if I'm lying now. Like, them doctor visits were sometimes four, five, six hours. Like, oh no, you in the trenches with them trenches, and then like you, you were at your different stations, all the different team doctors, like doing the same stuff. Yeah, poking and pressing you. You right, <laughs> poking and pressing. So I had that um my sophomore year. Uh, what's it sophomore? Yeah, my sophomore year. At the end of my sophomore year, I ended up getting hit like on the top of my head. So I ended up getting. I cracked the vertebrae, like C5, C6 or something like that. Yeah. You know, getting screws in that. So I played in, I played my junior year, I played my senior year. Went to all these doctor visits. Everything came good, whatever. Everything came back good. Yeah. Or whatever. No complications, no problems. I've been playing with this. Everything got screws in there, still look good to this day. So I go to all these different um, – I think I had 16 visits after the combine. Dang. So I go to all these different visits. Go to this one particular visit. I go to uh, Pittsburgh. I go to Pittsburgh. So we're going out meeting all the coaches. They liking me, this and that, whatever. But I'm just vibing. You know what I'm saying? So at this time in my head, like, shoot, you know, I don't know no better, whatever. I'm thinking, I'm like, man, they got fast Willie Parker. They got um I forgot who the other guy did they have no Bettis when Bettis was gone he was leaving I think he left for something whatever whatever they had fast Willie Parker so I ain't even think they was taking a running back yeah Especially, and even if they was I didn't think they was gonna take a running back of my my size because they got Willie Parker yeah for fast Willie they got fast Willie so we going up whatever I'm going through the video everything going good go to lunch come back um we watching film. Coming up, the running back coach, he like, uh, yeah, I think they want to send you for an MRI. <laughs> what? Bro, I done been at the combine. I done did, what, seven hours worth of MRIs and all this stuff. And it's like, and then on top of that, like, I'm claustrophobic at the time. So I'm still claustrophobic. But so I'm like, oh, man. I'm like, man, I already did all that. But I'm like, man, let me call my agent, this and that, whatever. Yeah. I mean, like, man, what's going on, this and that, whatever. Woo. He like, man, you already done did that. You already did all that stuff. So like, they like, okay, cool, whatever, whatever. And I guess it was because the MRIs didn't actually come from their doctors. Exactly. Yeah, they right? gone. Yeah. So you have your certain, so if people don't know at the combine, you have every team have their station of doctors there. So nine times out of 10, these doctors probably not going to um, evaluate you if, they're not interested. Right. So I'm yeah. pretty sure before the com combine, before I ran what I ran, they probably weren't interested. Exactly. 
So now they interested. Yeah. So now they interested or whatever. They I go to the training room. They do all the stuff, and then but I still got my MRIs and my files or whatever. So I guess it went from their doctor. So they wanted to see it again. So like instead of just sitting down, going through everything, talking to me about it, this and that or whatever like that, you know, claustrophobic and stuff like that or whatever. Man, Coach Mike T came in. Came in. So the, after run back, talk to him. He like, all right, cool, whatever. We finished watching film. So he leave. He like, yo, Coach Mike T want to talk to you. So shoot, I go to Mike T office, whatever. And I'm just telling him like, man, I'm claustrophobic. I done did all the MRIs already. I done did this. Man, that man stood up and was like, man, all right, that's cool. We can't do business with you. <laughs> Like T said, we can't do business. With you. I'm like, that for real, like that. Two K, no, he didn't. Yeah, <laughs> like that got me up out of the first quarter. Hey man, nice to meet you, but yeah, we gonna go on a different way. Who they got? Rashard A. Mendenhall. Yeah, they got Mendenhall. Yeah, Mendenhall. well, well, listen, Mike T, you a cold coach, but that was one mistake. <laughs> I guarantee you, wish you could have rewind it. Right, it was yeah. wild, but you know, I ain't doing no tripping. God works in mysterious ways. I went a pick. It ain't like he was picking at five. Yeah. He picked at 23. I went 24 right but after you, that. It's it's so crazy, though, 2K. Like you say, because, bro, they have no idea. Like, boy, them pre that combine, walking around there, it's like a – it's – bro, it's crazy. I can see why, you know, some people be saying, referring to it as, like, back in the days and stuff because you literally standing there, you know, they – height, weight, you know, your wingspan, you know what I mean, poking at you. Oh, what this come from? Why you have this or doing right. that? It's just crazy, man. Right. Um, and I just feel like on the end, like, it was something to sit down and talk about. If, if they would have been like, man, bro, we really need this or whatever like that, uh, shoot, we can sedate you, we can put you to sleep. Because when I first found out about my injury, like, I tried to take the MRI, I couldn't take it. So at yeah. ECU, they put me to sleep. Yeah. And then took the MRIs. Know what I'm saying? So it was better way to go about it. But man, at this point it is what it is. I'm glad it happened how it happened. But know what I'm saying? Speaking yeah. of that, bro, let's talk about these coaches, man. Because it's a guy that I know, EB. Um, shout out. He just went to the Commanders. Right. I got a question though. I want to ask you, like, um, why are we not seeing guys like Eric being me? Um. What's the core quarterback's name from – he just got fired, I think, because I guess they – Not David – not David, I'm tripping. Um, Leftwich, there you go. Leftwich, Brian Leftwich. Yeah. Brian Leftwich. Why are we not seeing guys like this, like, where they have success? It's funny to me because we see other coaches that, you know, i.e., the, you got stuff like the Eagles or these other coaches, when they have success for the season, right, somebody on their team usually gets some type of head coaching gig. Right. How come when you have an African-American coach like Eric Bieniemy, that's what? This is his third Super Bowl in, what, like five years, right? Mm-hmm. He coaches guys like Patty. Um, yes, he's under Big Reed, uh, Andy Reed, Big Red. But why are we not seeing guys like him? be Like, he should be one of the names that's instantly – uh, up for a head coaching job just because of the what he's done with the Kansas City Chiefs. Like, you look what? at teams like the the Shanahan's and their tree, and I'm not taking shots. I'm just being honest. Like the Mike McDaniel's, the Shanahan's, the McDays. Right. Bro, when you have a decent season, they're up instantly for some type of head coaching job. They become the youngest head coaches 
in the league. But when you have guys that's having success in their, you know, a little tanner, for some reason, it's not the same when it comes to head co- hiring head coaches. I think even Skip Bayless says something about it. Yeah, I can't see in this situation, it's, it's two ways to look at it, right? Like, and I kind of I take Shady's side a little bit on this because, um, yes, I would love to see more black head coaches, um, especially get opportunities. And I think when you name some of those coaches that you name, right? Yeah. Let's just say, for example, um, where does Shan- he start off with Shanahan? Yeah, Shanahan's under his father, but like, I think his- when they came back, it was at Washington. This is like, but this is this is how they, they all got their jobs, bro, from that Washington Redskins teams. With, no, with, I, with, uh, with, uh, I understand that, but what I'm saying is, okay, you might look at Shanahan, right? Mm-hmm. He he, the old coordinator. He's probably calling them games. He's probably putting the plays in. He's probably when you know when them offensive means come up, like he's the one going over the film, correcting, doing all this stuff, right? Yeah, so but that's what they saying. They said Andy no, Reid has been stopped at though. No, but that's what I'm saying. And I'm just going off of it by experience. Yeah. When I was in Arizona, we had Bruce Arians and Brian Leftwich. Brian Leftwich was the offensive coordinator. Right. Um, Bruce Arians called the plays. Bruce Arians ran the offensive mean, did all the corrections. Right. Um, when you go to um, uh, KC, Airbnb enemy, he's been he's like my thing is he's been I feel like the same situation. Andy Reid calling the plays. Right. Andy Reid is making the corrections. And like at the end of the day, sometimes you put in positions where. Like that's just your position. Like you, we, you, we saying you the offense coordinator. We know we try Andy trying to get my boy a job, right? This and that. But if you're not the one, and other people around the league know this, so you got to think. Well, you, I bring you in for an interview. Like, okay, what's explain me this situation? No, everybody know Andy Reid calling them plays. So yeah. what have he done? What have he done? For you to be like, okay, he deserved to be this head coach. I mean, is, so is he an offensive? If is he's an offensive mastermind? Because I don't know. Well, listen, would you, would you leave? So you mean to tell me Kansas City Chief was wasn't wasn't willing to match the offer that the Commanders gave him? If we gonna still be an offensive coordinator? Yeah, I don't. No, listen, you're not I gonna be. Only, maybe he, only that's the thing. Listen. Maybe only he reason, got away listen, from them because of that. Only, That's the listen, thing. 2K. Only reason, only reason why you leave and go and be a same offense coordinator because you finally gonna get a chance to be an offensive coordinator. I don't know that. I, you I didn't level I up, Bruh, I don't know that. Listen, all I know is for the last however many years there, a dude like Andy Reid has been saying, "Hey, give the guy a shot. He he's good enough to coach." It. Of course, I, I would say that. I. I get what you're That's saying. My guy. I'm trying to I get hear. Okay, so look, what I'm saying, it doesn't matter. What I'm saying, I hear what you're saying, but. Josh McDaniels, same type of guy. Patriots. He just because he has Tom Brady, he wins. Right. Yes, he might be calling plays, but we know that before that, he was in Denver, Colorado as a Broncos coach. They said he fucking stunk it up. But because he's with Tom Brady, all of a sudden, hey, or because he's a white coach coaching Tom Brady, it's like, here. Yeah, I don't don't give a damn. What I'm saying is, I don't give a damn if you under. Andy Reid, which they say is probably the greatest coach, one of the greatest coaches of all time. You're in the NFL, and he's giving you the fucking 
he if he's going to giving you the green light, I don't have to understand how the rest of the NFL ain't seeing that. If one of the greatest coaches is saying, yes, he can do it, it shouldn't be, oh, he might not be calling plays. Who gives a damn if he calling plays or not? If you're the head coach, when you become the head coach, yeah. you ain't calling plays. Jeff Fisher never called a play in his life. <laughs> Shit. No, he didn't. But no, that's right. Him. You hired him. When you become a head coach, bro, you hire people around you that can make the great play. Right. Now you're making a point with that one. You're making so, a point. So I'm saying it shouldn't matter about if he can call head or call offensive players or not at this damn point. We're talking about a guy that you know that done been around, like I said. T- Patrick Mahomes, Kelsey, he's been around some of the most, you know, in this today, in today's game, we're talking about the greatest players in the game. And he has been able to year after year yeah. show that his consistency. Yeah, I don't care if you hiring you you hire. I'm hiring. I'm no, hiring. What I'm, Tom, is, I'm hiring Sean McVay. No, and he no, was a quarterback coach. He wasn't calling no, shit. No, but what I'm saying is, you're hiring, and it's like, would you rather hire a whether it's offense or defense, would you rather hire a mastermind as your head guy or a guy that's going to come in and then, like, I'm going to hire I'm all these ch- other guys? I'm trying to hire – yeah, I'm trying to hire a guy that's going to – just like a like when I was just on this IMF just recently. I want to – no, I want a manipulator. I want a nigga that's going to yeah. get the best out of whoever he hires. That's what I want. I don't give a damn well, about the so mastermind. Is, 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 is Pete – is he uh, – I'll, I'll, uh, offensive coach or defensive coach? He's a defensive mind, okay. but he, okay. but 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 the thing about him is he's. Oh, still what going, is e, what is EB? Are EB are um left which are they offensive mastermind? They're, they're probably going to be offensive minded. If you if you're under Bruce Arians, you're going to have some type of you're going to know something. If you're up under Andy Reid, you're going to be considered a, some type of mastermind. But you know the only game I ever seen um Brian Leftwich call. I don't know. No, I don't I'm, asking any, I'm, I'm asking you. Bro, I don't know. You, a you preseason play, game. Yeah, a preseason game. Bro, what I'm telling you is B.A. wasn't there last year. So, whatever. Go, no, Tom oh, Brady's still. Wait, 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 wait. Tom wait, Brady's wait, still. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait, wait. I'm glad you said that. Seasons you, ever. You brought me. No, no. I'm with you. I'm all the way with you. I'm glad you brought me to that, right? So, you mean to tell me when B.A. is there. Okay. Let me finish. Bro, I, I, I don't even know. want to talk about it. I'm getting hot because we know no. what it is. It ain't. No, I, this no, no, shit ain't got I'm, shit to do no. with being coaching or not. So, bro, no. <laughs> no, man, forget I'm, all that, bro. Answer my question, bro. I ain't with none of that, bro. Listen. So, I just want you to explain this to me and tell me how this go. You go from one year when BA is on the sideline calling the plays and you're his offense coordinator to like you go from a head coach candidate to then the very next year when B.A. go upstairs and you, the offense is yours, basically, because y'all bring in tie balls, he a defensive guy. So basically, the offense is yours. You calling these plays, you doing this, you doing that. Now you go from a head coach candidate to not even in the – to being fired. Because you're black. It's simple. In the NFL, it's simple. If I don't you're black, think so. If you're, it's simple. So. Well, I mean, well, Skip Bayless seems to notice. If you look at it. because yeah, he says, that means he right. You know how I don't think so. You know how I, I know it's simple? Because we have to put issue. in Rooney. We have to put in Rooney rules. You know it's it. that. Young, they have I don't, to. I, I don't see it. I don't I don't see that as being a black and white issue. Not that part. Well, one thing I do know that is true is that when you're black, you're not going to get the same opportunity. So it doesn't matter. So you're matter. saying that's the only reason that's why he exactly, got fired? Yeah, I think the reason why that they're being shunned out of the NFL or not getting head because they're black. That's the only reason why. 
I guarantee no, I you. Like they I'm gonna guarantee you, if Eric Bieniemy was a white coach, he would already had a a, a a job somewhere. That's not even a question. That's not even a. You know that as well right. as I do. Yes, yes. That's why they have. I didn't ask that. They I have, asked a different no, question, no, that's bro. The, that's the. And I that's asked a, a different question. I don't want to go to that question. I'm answering it the way I want to. The same way they tell you how to answer questions. I'm not answering the way you want me to. I'm, no, bro, you ain't answering not, the. You answering it's, another it's, question, bro. It's simple because you're answering another question. I actually want you to answer another question. I'm telling you, yeah. There's the reason why he's not getting a job looked at. I don't care if BA's up because he's black. If it was a different quarterback. Or no, different why did he get fired? Because he, because no he's black. Because he's black. So, That's why. Well, I don't see white coaches be getting. Why is okay? How come they? Ain't they got um, Kingsbury why up out of there. Why is Sean McVay not Kingsbury up out of there? Who? Sean? Yeah. After three years of not doing stuff with a coach that you said, if I get this number, that's. Thank you how they had that. This man was a glorified offensive coordinator. He said in an interview what he would do if he got a, a number one pick. And guess what they did? After he said that, oh, I would get Kyler Murray at the number one pick, they went and got this motherfucker because he was a coach for us. At, he wasn't even a coach for us at SC. He was an offensive coordinator for maybe uh, 20 seconds. Then all of a sudden he gets a job at Arizona Cardinals. It shows you exactly. They bypassed everybody that probably had a better shot. And they gave a bum like Kingsbury a job. And it didn't prove anything. It's crazy. You got dudes like Eric Bieniemy that have been in this NFL around this league for years, 20 plus years. If anybody deserves a shot, they do just based on seniority and what they've been around and what they've been able to accomplish. I don't give a damn if you're calling the players or not because you're the head offensive coordinator on a team that goes to the Super Bowl every year. Yes, you should be consideration and yes, you should get a job. Shit. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. I, I never say I don't think he should get a job. I'm just saying I'm thinking the logic and the reason behind it is these guys never carry the offense on their own. I don't – hey, Tom Brady had another fantastic year last year, another f- statistical. Like, bro, I don't – so why they fired? So so you saying he got fired? Bro, just like they're trying to fire Raheem Moore. Like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's funny because for some reason – that people always like, why didn't they fire McVay then? Why is Sean McVay, he just went to the Super Bowl and won last year? He comes back and shits up the money. He didn't do he didn't do nothing. But they ain't talking about his, huh? Quarterback and receiver was hurt. I don't oh my god, bro. I'm done. I don't even bro. How you, are you sound, done? You sound crazy. So they quarterback and receiver wasn't hurt. That doesn't I don't give a damn. This is the NFL. You expect that to happen. That happens. The one gonna go down. What you gonna do to adjust? That's what I'm trying to tell you. This stuff's crazy because certain coaches, oh, he's a mastermind <laughs> with the offense, mastermind my ass. They brought sorry ass Baker Mayfield back in there. He still stunk it up, man. This is a dude that was still a, a number one drafted overall quarterback. So I want to hear that shit, man. These people crazy. The NFL, we do know this because we play, they give it to who they want to give it to. Jeff Fisher, my guy. I don't know how the hell he was a head coach for 20 years. He's the most losing his coach in the NFL history, but he still had a job. How is this possible? Like some of this shit doesn't make sense to me. This man still be coaching in the XFL and NFL. He's the most losing coach in the history of football, but he still gets jobs. It's, 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 I don't get it. Bro, so what you think? Of, what's up with this quarterback carousel? You got you got Rodgers, you got Carr. Then you Listen, got – I'll tell you what we need to do. The Titans, we need to go get uh, A Rod. 
Yes, their car is cold, but ain't nobody like A-Rod out there. And if A-Rod want to get out, I heard he went on his uh, darkness retreat. I don't know what the darkness retreat consists of. From what I understand, he be doing shrooms and all kind of shit. So he probably has an awakening. Um, A-Rod. I don't know, man. I don't I don't just see like again Green Bay parting ways with him or letting him go that easy. Yeah, I don't see that. That's why I say it's a better people are saying a lot of different things, but I think we got a better chance at car because he's a free agent or whatever. But we'll see where it go. But like I want to get your take on the Lamar situation. Like Travis again, tra- that's what I'm saying. That's that's this is what just proves my point how the NFL views us as athletes. I don't give a damn. As a black man in the NFL, it's it's proven. Like you got people that have been in the same class as Lamar that have already gotten uh, upgrades or uh, contract extensions, right? Mm-hmm. Lamar is one of the only quarterbacks in his class that already have won an MVP. So do you think it would be a slap in the face if Jalen Hurts get paid before Lamar? If Jalen Hurts, bro, slapping, that's not a slap in the face. That's a slap in the face, a kick in the nuts, and, bro, that man taking up somebody's girlfriend. That's disrespectful, bro. <laughs> Ain't no way in hell an MVP of our league. And Yes, I get it that you probably went to the, the uh, Super Bowl. But, bro, we talking about somebody that's already proved that he was the most valuable player of our league, and he's still right. contract negotiating. It's ridiculous, dog. I, if I was him, I'm definitely going to hit the, the market and try to see what somebody else there else is going to give me because I know the Jets is searching right now. The Saints is searching. There's court. There's, there's, there's organ, the Buccaneers. There's but organization. So, yeah, but man, you know, it's so crazy. It's so hard for people to get to the open market these days. You got to yeah. go through two franchise tags just to get to the open market. It's crazy. Yeah. That's the same thing what happened with. I'm not going to say, well, they offered, they actually offered Le'Veon a contract and he didn't like it. But what happened? He took one franchise and then he set out the other. It was something crazy. It was, yeah. But you got to sit through so many franchise tags before you able to hit the open market. So, like, they kind of be having you by the balls. Like, it's hard. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's hard. Lamar, so- though, I, he proved Lamar Jackson – Showed the world last year that without him on that Ravens team, that ball, I don't, they said he couldn't pass the ball, but when the other quarterbacks in there were, I didn't see a pass down the field. Like, it's, yeah, yeah, it's so crazy. It's, like, and I don't, huh? No, I don't ahead. know if he done played on one franchise tag already. Was this past year? No, nah, this was not. Nah, this is the, still the back end of his deal. That's why they was trying to work something. Oh, out. yeah, that was his fifth year option. So they still got two years they can tag him. Listen, they're going to be mad because he'll tag, and I guarantee he's going to sit out. I know if Lamar yeah, Jackson's but if smart. Tag, but that's what I'm saying. They tag him and he sit out. I don't think it – it's some – bro, it's some but language. Then you, but then you ain't gonna, but you ain't going to want him. If, if Baltimore, if you tag a guy and he sits out, that's not the guy you're going to want to be your – Yeah, no, you're not going to want him. They're going to they, they, they gonna have to – he will force them to trade him. They're going to have to break some bread like if they did. Gonna, yeah, it's going to be – that's that's gonna be interesting if they don't get that deal worked out. That's gonna be real interesting right there, man. That's gonna be crazy. I need. I, I wish Josh. Josh, you send me some information on that because I wanna. I gotta understand, like, bro. 
That's crazy. They and I hear what you just saying. They talking about Jalen Hurts contract extension because said Lamar's Jackson's uh negotiations backwards. How is this? How are we even in this conversation? That's what I'm uh, trying to tell you. Yeah, if like, I'm Lamar how? Jackson, get out of there. Hey, but Lamar, it's hard. That what, bro? If he was able to just get out of there like that, I feel like he he would have been out of there. Like, yeah. After this year, he would already be gone. Like. But you know, but Harbaugh loves him. I know Har. This yeah. is that's what happens when you be having these people upstairs, Bruh, It's just amazing how you re up Kyler Murray before you re up Lamar Jackson, dog. Right, and what Lamar was a year before him or two years? What I think was? he's a year before, if yeah, I'm not mistaken. That's absolutely. I think he actually probably about two years. Lamar been playing for a while now. Kyler Murray read up after three years. That's ridiculous. That's what I'm saying. Lamar so, is five. This fifth year option. This is year five. Yeah, that's ridiculous, dog. That's what I'm saying. If I'm Lamar Jackson, I definitely feel slighted. I don't. There's no. There is no other way than I feel disrespected by what the team has put me. And I wouldn't. I feel. I, I, if I put a number out there and they don't reach it, then I'm. That's what. That's just what it's going to be. And anybody and everybody could talk about me, but I. That's how I would feel. Right. Like, there's no way you give Kyler Murray all that money and then. That's ridiculous, dog. I'm lost by that. I'm I can't believe it, man. I'm really ridiculous. <laughs> that's amazing to me that he's still yeah. working on his rookie deal and he's yeah. already won the MVP. Yeah. So we've been talking <laughs> about ridiculous stuff. I don't know how much you want to tune into it or tap into it. Um, and I'm just going off about things that I've heard, um, that I've seen in the media. I, I don't I ain't gonna sit here and say I know full details or full facts of this situation. But I've been hearing some things about um, Carl Malone, the great mailman. Um, they say he got he impregnated a girl when she was thirteen. I, I, he was already in the league. Um, yeah, he was twenty. That's a, he said it was like twenty years old or something. Yeah, he was. He told the girl or the girl family that um, eight hundred dollars a month was too much in child support. He wasn't going to pay that. Listen, um, if Carl Malone did any of he's out of fucking allegedly, control. Allegedly. Alleg, like allegedly, if he did that, he's still out of fucking control, man. He know damn well he's out of control. Like I, if I again, that's I don't even want to speculate right now, twin. I don't even want to I gotta get the you don't want to dive into that. I, I can't because I I, I, I you can dive in it because if we're talking about allegedly. Okay, well, allegedly, yeah, Carl Malone's a piece of shit then. If that man got a 13-year-old gold pregnant and you was in the league, and even then, like, you talking about $800 ain't enough, like, bruh, I, I know money back then was a little bit crazy, but, bro, the fact that you knew what you was doing at 20 and the fact that you did that, like, bruh, if that's true, he's selfish, bruh. I don't give a damn. Like, but... It, Not even selfish, bro. That's disgusting, Yeah, bro. no, you're out of... That's what I'm bro. saying. You in the league, bro, with a 13... But... Oh, I mean, but bro. what about the parents, though, man? They say I guess the parents kept it under wraps because they didn't want. I mean, but then two K, we got to get into all this, bro, because there's so many people. Look at think about Hugh Hefner. This man was running the Playboy Mansion. He's 68 years, 90, 70 years old. Got 18 year old girls topless. So it's but like at least they're legal at 18. But we're yeah, Elvis, 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 man, Elvis's chick was 14 years old too. He married a 14 year old, bro. That's what I'm saying. There's some yeah, I can't, stuff. I can't dive in. Yeah, I, I can't go all the way in again. We I can't, but that one, I don't care what nobody say, bro. I got a daughter, bro. Thirteen years old, boy. It's, boy, we taking it up. No, yeah, it's gonna happen. Like, that's gotta, what I'm saying. There's no happen. way around. But uh, like, how? Uh, 
bro, that is it give me chills because it's just like how bruh, they say is yeah. a third, how is a 20 how's a grown man around your 13 year old daughter like that like when do they find a the time bro yeah that's i wonder what kind of what's on your mental Bro, she in junior high, not even in high school yet. Like, what? Yeah, the hell, bro, not she... even in high. You in middle school? Like, where? Like, I know it wasn't phones and stuff back then days and stuff. But where is he picking up from school? Like, when are they creeping off? Like, I don't get it. Like, I'm gonna know what honey at thirteen, bro. Boy, boy, me and you gonna know, honey. Love is ain't no way. But bro, that's I don't know. That's because. Bro, the, the 80s, 70s, the 60s, 70s, and 80s was a wild place. The stuff that we can hear, we hear about, even, right. you know, some of our parents and our uh, grandparents, and they tell you about them times, boy, it was a wild time. Yeah, bro, and it's crazy that you say that because, like, we talk about Carl Malone, but you said Elvis, right? Yes. And you got R. Kelly with the uh, Aaliyah. Aaliyah. They say yes. he was real young. Yes, they had nullified. They nullified the wedding or something like that. Yeah, right. bro. Yeah, it's weird to me. <laughs> it, it's very weird that I don't know if any of this stuff is actually true. There's something like something absolutely has to be wrong with them, right? Let's but be then, realistic. Yeah, it got to be. And then, bro, the crazy thing about it is. Okay, we we know it's true because of with the Carl Malone because the son yeah, actually ended up making it to the league. That's crazy. Do you know yeah. the age barrier? And then they said once he, I guess the son got older, or whatever. I think. Bro, shut up! Hey, no, don't stop! No, don't no, no. Don't, once I, the son got old enough, I guess he reached out and like they say, Carl was like, "Man, you grown now. I'm too old to be your daddy." Not like. Lord, it ain't. I'm not. It's not funny. But they say Carl, end up playing five years in the league. Like, you know what I'm okay. saying? Like, I got to keep it real. Carl Malone is. A, if any of this is true, Carl Malone is a piece of dog shit. That man told that man, "Yeah, man, it's too old for me to be your daddy." Right. Dog. It ain't never like too, too many old. years. Like, it ain't never bad. too late. Like, well, you know, I grew up without my father, so like being just being realistic in that situation, but it ain't never too. You ain't never too old to be a father. But like, just bro. imagine yourself right now. No, it's not never too old to be a father. But just imagine yourself right now, daddy getting drafted, and then you find out how old your daddy is, and then you find out how old your mama was when she had you. You're going to be looking at I don't think. Be honestly, I probably wouldn't even reach out. I'm straight. Yeah, I'll be looking wild. at my dad wild. I'll be like, dog, you was wild anyway. Something was up with you. Right. You damn right, bro. <laughs> You right, bro. Hey, listen, bro. Hey, y'all. Two K trying to bait Delhi today. You good? Bro, I ain't baiting. I'm just saying real talk, bro. Nah, like, bro. Nah, Carl Malone need his ass whooped. Straight up. Somebody need to whoop Carl. Hey, what's the dude name? His son named Bell. That's a good celebrity boxing match right there, boy. He should sign his daddy up and whoop his daddy ass in the boxing ring. I'll. Hey, I'll damn show. Hey, Two K. If that was me and my father in that situation, I'm telling you. I'm calling my nigga Pack, and we're gonna sign, we're gonna get us a new celebrity boxing match. I'm gonna go beat me a man ass. Ain't no way in hell. <laughs> but you know, Carl Malone used to wrestle and shit pretty strong, man. So be careful. Man, listen, Carl by 60, 79, man. Oh, Carl, he better still be able to get to it. Bro, the man told him he says too late. 
Yeah, dog, need to, bro. I can't wait till we get more information about that because, yeah, right. But that, a lot of stuff with that, people, yeah, the dude is the fault, stuff like that. But a lot of time, bro, you we have to hold these parents accountable. Like, nah, you right, too. Like, even if you talking about some, okay, all right, this happened, I'm gonna keep it on the routes. Dog, this man just told y'all like eight hundred dollars a month. Like, not only is you ain't got this girl pregnant, she thirteen, and you talking about eight hundred dollars um is too much. Come on, bro. Hey, it's gonna happen. They ain't yeah. press charges on dog or nothing. How you holding it? What, what did you benefiting out of that? Bro, clearly they thought Mel. I don't know what they thought. See, that's how you know. See, that's the people that have different motives. Like you could tell, like clearly the parents had a different motive or had some. They type probably of had something to do with that, bro. <clears throat> yeah, like, it's crazy. There's no way around that. Like you, because I like you just said, bro. I don't have any kids, but bro, I got hella nieces and nephews, and you know I look at yours the same way as mine, boy. Like you said, like if somebody, something's going to get set off. There's no way, there's no, there's not enough hush money. There's nothing for for you to give me to where you man? get my 13 year old niece pregnant, but I'm beating some ass. What's happening? Hey, what? <laughs> that man, <laughs> what are you talking about? Hey, okay. So, um, I had, dang, bro. I was about to ask you something too, K. I forgot, bro. Man, I, it sucks, bro. Dang, I was just about to ask you something. I, I was probably talking to you, Booger. They know them boogers, <laughs> big, bro. What, you know, some just some foes? There's some threes or some four balls, man. Hey, man. You know. But there's some nipsies. There's some sixes, boy, together. I see what's going on there. Six game. Hey, so, um, um, bro, I forgot, dog. I ain't, I ain't even going to keep trying to act like I remember, bro. I, <laughs> Yes, yes, I know it's gonna come to me later on. Damn, I forgot. That's gonna that. come. You know, it probably is enough for the next show. But man, you know, it's always good jumping on here with you, man. Oh yeah, I'll come home soon, man. Pull I definitely got to get home soon. I'll Pull be up. there soon, man. Pull up, Twinsky, man. Yes, sir. It's always been real, bro. Love. It is. Downtown, we live. Oh, what a feeling when it's no time. I go lie, lie from the kitchen with a ditch. Dad for a whipping, whip a brick when you break the whole brick down. This way to the kitchen. That glaze frost wrist. How you fucking all these bitches? Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.